All right, welcome back. Episode two of the Quarantine Chronicles, Jack and Andy of the All Offense Basketball Podcast, joining you guys again. No guests this week. We are going to do a little roundup on the bubble so far. Still not into our seeding games as far as, you know, games that actually matter, but there's been a ton of basketball going on. So we're going to talk some Raptors, talk about the bubble. We're going to get into these vlogs, which keep popping up and so, so much more. All of that coming at you right after this. All right, Andy and Jack back in the podcast seats. Let's jump right into the Raptors stuff. Jack, 2-0 in the scrimmages. Does it matter? Because I don't think it does. Um, I mean, it definitely does. It literally does not matter. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> it matters insofar as that we look good. Like, I mm-hmm. think especially on defense is where you can see a team's discipline and how organized they are. And against the Blazers, we looked way better on defense. The Blazers were all over the place on switches. And I know it's probably not fair to measure yourself against a team that's not very good defensively especially against wings without dame yeah and toronto has a lot of wings but you know i liked what i've seen and we're hitting threes and that's gonna be important for us because we were the top three point shooting team for the large part of the regular season so defense is three and threes is what i've been saying all season and i think if we can keep that up then uh we should be good going into these seeding games and into the playoffs yeah, it was weird. Um, you know, you expected both the defense and the offense to look sloppy. And, I mean, the first game you saw so many problems on the defensive end. Or, sorry, the offensive end. Just weird turnovers, bad shots. Not just for the Raptors. This was, like, across the entire league you were having these issues. Uh, but the Raptors looked like the team that was sort of locked in on defense, at least from what I've seen. I mean, we're going to talk about Bull Bull later. He's a defense in and of himself but um yeah i mean if we continue to see these like struggles on offense i think having a defense like that is so so important um what do you think about that other than you know i mean matt thomas was good i thought that was an interesting little tidbit he was moving around a lot more he wasn't just spotting up yeah, he's like clay thompson like he was see? like but he was also hitting some like yeah catching in landing, people's faces jumping in the opposite direction and shooting yeah. <laughs> um, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, he's a specialist, and I think when you put a specialist in a situation where there's less pressure just from no fans, you're going to see better shooting. And I think we have a couple of those guys because Kyle Lowry was just pulling up. Um, mm. Serge was pulling up. So I'm interested. Stanley to Johnson. Stanley Johnson was pulling up. I don't know if you saw those. I'm good. But uh, right at <laughs> right at the end of the game, we basically had our uh, fourth unit in for anyone who didn't catch the end of it. Um, so Stanley Johnson was running the offense and, uh, he was trying to do the Kyle Lowry pull up as soon as you cross half court and it, uh, <laughs> didn't work to say the least. Whenever I see uh, fourth so... string guys playing, I'm like, is that, do I know? <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. driving by like a park or something and be like, Oh, I'll just stop to watch this. They look athletic. <laughs> Especially now that like, it seems like a lot of them have similar haircuts. Like I, I notice, um, Malcolm Miller got his hair braided, mm-hmm. just like OG so he, has his hair and braided. And I think, yeah, but I think they have one braider. 
in the entire place. And of course, I don't. <laughs> he's know that got much he's because, got one but, he's got one brain. He knows how to do. <laughs> but he looks exactly like Ronde. Like they're the same height. Uh, so Malcolm, I was like, that, that's interesting. So I don't really recognize a lot of them. Paul Watson as well, getting some game time from the Raptors. Nine oh five. He wasn't terrible, but he had that a big dunk. That's about mm. it. But uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see them. Would you? The last one on the Raptors. I didn't think they played Boucher a lot. Like they only played Mark in the first, and then they were just kind of running with this small ball lineup with Ibaka, and Boucher was in there sort of at the end but he he really wasn't getting that much run um do you think that continues going forward is just like a weird nick nurse thing i think this does continue going forward i don't think he's going to be a vital part of the offense or defense at all going forward into the playoffs for the seeding games um basically the next couple of games will have a playoff intensity um perhaps less so for the raptors because they've already kind of secured that second spot they'd really have to uh uh tank a little I think bit they need yeah, two wins. Yeah, I think is it. So I think we can lock that up pretty safely. But um, yeah, if you think about it, OG Ananobi did not play in the playoffs last year at all, and he is a now a central part of our offense and our defense. Um, I think Chris Boucher might fall into a similar mold where, if we need him for a couple spot minutes, he'll come in. But what does he do better than anybody else on the team? Offensive rebound, mm-hmm. I guess, but. That's a very particular skill set, and I think you would rather have Ibaka or Gasol out there. Yeah, especially. I mean, he's hitting the three, but you can't say he's doing that better than either of them. No, and he... Um, and then on the defensive end, it's not even close. No. He's just too skinny still. Yeah, and he, he will come up later in this podcast in one of the skinny, fat, or thick <laughs> categories. So much more to talk about. All right, next thing I wanted to talk about, quick question for you. So we saw Matisse Thibel of the Sixers start a vlog, sort of like a Casey Neistat style uh, with these weird cuts where he like closes fridges and that's filled with Red Bull. Um, and then everyone started doing it. I, as far as I can tell, there are now four blogs going on, one of which is with the Raptors. O'Shea Brissett nice. started a vlog, <laughs> um, not up to the same level. I think everyone can agree that Matisse's are pretty cool. I like seeing, um, I mean, 90% of it is Tobias Harris. Yeah. You don't really get Joel and stuff. But what do you think about like the vlog stuff and what you've seen? I immediately thought, especially when you're talking about it right now, this has to be, the, the Matisse Thibel stock was like, it was at like $3 <laughs> before this and then He's getting moved to point guard. Ben Simmons is moving to the three. And then he has like a million view vlogs, like one after another. It just shoots up. It's like $40 a share. It's the hottest, it's the yeah. hottest buy in town. Um, but yeah, I like the vlogs. They're like a good look. And it's weird because this is the only time you would get that type of content where it's like oh, yeah. longer form, not even what these guys are doing. Because I think we all know what they're probably up to, but kind of just what their personalities are. Yeah. One of the moments I really liked is he, I forget which one, but he ran into one of the TJs on the Pacers because they're in the same hotel. There's three TJs on the Pacers. I know. So I forget which one. Was it's he white? Warren. Yeah, the small guy. I forget his McConnell. last name. McConnell. Yeah, he's not playing much. TJ McConnell. And he was on the Sixers and it was interesting just to see them interact. Like they ran into each other in the hallway while they were going to get lunch. And I thought that's cool. Like that's just happening. Yeah. And I've also noticed the food seems to be getting better. 
Oh, um, for sure. Specifically, um, it looks like the Lakers personal chef is officially there on JaVale's. Like the stuff they were getting in his last vlog was like restaurant quality stuff. Like it was. That's crazy. interesting because JaVale's <laughs> vegan. So I'm wondering how that works with it must be a good chef if he can make high quality vegan cuisine yeah so i know they have like vegan eggs and all that stuff but he was eating like an omelet that's disgusting he's like i'm a vegan so i don't i don't eat a lot of meat and my least favorite Mm -hmm. thing is when they make like beyond meat burgers i think are an atrocity because it's like you're not going to recreate meat guess what's really good a juicy hamburger (laughs) you know what i don't want i don't want someone who like piped a hamburger into a plastic bag and yeah. threw it on the grill. And you know what, AW? It's not $15. And you're selling it for like a lot of money. It's probably not $15. Yeah. But anyways, back They're pricey though. It's yeah. it's like $9 for a Beyond Meat burger. Yeah. That's insane. Which is which is crazy. He did have this one like imitation meat on the first vlog in his little box, those boxes they were getting and that looked bad. You know what's uh, good? Cuz it was vegan. A good like pesto gnocchi yes that hits that's vegan that hits different that is vegan i don't need a yeah. i don't need a boar or yeah all right um so yeah if you guys haven't checked out those vlogs i'd say that's a must they're really cool um let's talk some bubble so lou williams magic city baby <laughs> <laughs> so it was reported that uh after the passing of a family member um which was confirmed and is terrible and I hate it. Lou Williams was seen on a story um, at a strip club in Atlanta uh, called Magic City, a strip club where he has his own wing flavor. Mm, yeah. uh, it's salt and pepper, I think. I think lemon it's lemon pepper, pepper or something. Lemon pepper. lemon pepper. Lou Will's lemon pepper. Um, so you know he's a frequent person. And he, so he has to apparently, um, he, I don't know if he's returned yet, but he is in quarantine for 10 days can't come out so he's missing the first two laker games um what do you think about this this story in general i mean it's a rich text there's a lot <laughs> yeah there's a lot just keeps going there's tragedy uh with the passing of lou will's uh family member which is legitimately terrible especially in a time like mm-hmm. this there yeah. is the the sex with the strip club there's the comedy yeah. with him breaking quarantine to pick up food from a strip club what about like the weird friendship between this like white high school rapper in atlanta <laughs> yeah. And Williams? yeah i mean it's all there it's all there it's like an episode of atlanta that's what it legitimately yeah. sounds like an episode of atlanta <laughs> like an nba player goes to a strip club to get wings named after him to like mourn yeah. the loss of somebody else <laughs> it's true it's true and like donald glover is just like he passes by in the background in one of the episodes. Yeah. It's truly wild. The one, the one thing I don't get about this. So obviously the video is proven of, of itself and that's why this is happening. But like what's stopping Montrez from doing the exact same thing when he was away and it just not being filmed. And like the danger levels are the exact same. Yeah. But Montrez Harrell is able to come out of the bubble faster. And Lou will like when they're outside of the bubble, Zion was saying that you have to get tested every single day yeah. and they're nailing those or I don't know how it's going on. Um, so Lou Will was negative for all the tests while mm-hmm. he was gone. But because he went to the strip club, he has to quarantine for longer. 
um, because they found out, which like I kind of understand, but he also tested negative. So it just in- I think it's interesting to think about like some other players could have done the exact same thing, not been filmed and then. You know, it never happened. But that's the world we live in right now. Well, Andy, there's a if lot of tests you film. have to run after you go to a strip club. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> COVID's lower on the list. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that impacts the Clippers. I said the Lakers earlier, I think. The Clippers, Lou Williams. Um, it's not going to be an issue. I think they're pretty much no. locked into the two seed. Um, and Lou just shows up in balls. It, like, it's not as if yeah. he's going to get rusty. He just kind of shows up in balls. I think it's a bit of a weird omen, though. Like a lot of these Clippers players leaving, I don't think Zubak is there yet. And you had Harold. I'd, I'd be kind of and... pissed if I was his teammate, though. I'd be like, "Come yeah. on, really, man? Like that's yeah. sloppy." Even if, like, if you're gonna go get wings, that's one thing. And then to like to mess it up again, you're like, "Man, we don't have like, many people here. We need, we need everybody." You back. don't think Magic City would like deliver wings to Lou Williams? Like he has a flavor named after him. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I don't. I don't think the Clippers will do anything. Truly, I think they kind of need him in that second unit, yeah. um, even with Reggie Jackson now. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, this, there'll probably be some other stories um, coming out. Um, not to speculate or anything, but I mean, a lot of people have been leaving the bubble, so it's going to be interesting to yeah. see how the how the timelines change. All right. Next point of news. Bull Bull is a menace and Denver is tall. <laughs> Your words, Jack. Care to explain? Well, Bull Bull is a menace and Denver's quite tall. <laughs> um, they, they put out tall. a lineup where the shortest person, I believe, was 6'7". It was, mm-hmm. let's see if I can do this from memory. I think I'll forget one person. It was Jokic at point. Yeah. It was Bull Bull, Paul Millsap, Mason Plumley. And then one other guy who I'm forgetting. Is it Jerry and Grant? I don't think it was. It team. was. Was it? It was. Yeah. yeah. From uh, he got traded from the Thunder earlier, I think. Right. But they were huge. It was hilarious to see on offense or on defense because it was just like <laughs> it was like six one. I I forget. Yeah. Were they playing the Clippers? Like. Uh, their first game, I do believe it was. No, it wasn't against the Clippers because the Clippers played the Pelicans to start. Maybe they played Orlando. Was, I'm not sure. But yeah. they dribbled up, like think, the person dribbled up. And it's just a, a t- <laughs> it's just a forest of trees. Yeah, and I mean, like, if you're getting that wacky, uh, I I will add, like, it looked really cool and it was really fun. But I mean, Jokic had eight turnovers, and it's the first game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but like, I think you'd rather have Jamal Murray there. Um, yeah, if you're going this wacky, but I don't, I don't know. I if don't think flipped. he was he was out. Is it is it like all I can think of is like they're trying to prepare for like a rocket series like why else would you run this yeah i don't, and I don't even think that's what you do against the i have no I, I honestly should know the standings of the west better but i know it's lakers clippers and then yeah uh at the bottom it's the mavs and the grizz so yeah i have it just pulled up just in case nuggets third rockets sixth okay so oh Six, yeah. yeah so they play yeah, yeah. Which is interesting, because yeah. I don't think that's how you beat the Rockets, by going size. I think you need perimeter defense. Like, what is Plumlee going to do against uh, Robert Covington? I mean, sure, you can cover him, but if they're moving around fast. It'll be interesting matchup. I would, like, that is, that is yeah. good. It's like the shortest lineup of all time versus the tallest lineup of all time. 
the zigzag yeah so i mean i think we're gonna see it again um so that'll be interesting um and they have michael porter jr and bull off bull. the bench too yeah and bull bull sorry was yeah just like bull bull. that was so weird he um, is just very mobile um he shot it he just had an irrationally confident shot at one point and then and it went in it, oh it went in. and he was just he yeah. had like five blocks or four blocks or something they were effortless too. Yeah. That was something I noticed. Yeah. Uh, he, I, he was barely jumping. It was like a Boban dunk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's going to play. He has to, right? Yeah. They can't just sprinkle a little bit of this in and not give it to us. Yeah. Um, and do not forget that he showed up to the NBA draft dressed like Jack Skellington. I was just going <laughs> to say that. As I, he walked in, and everyone was like, absolutely, we are not picking you. Like, we had an idea. He was like 30 seconds. He fell so far. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a steal now, it seems like. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, uh, a thing I have been trying to say is his his walk is very, like, Kevin Durant-ish. Um, Just very lumbery. Yeah, like, smooth almost. Mm. Like, his gait is, like... If you if you watch Kristaps Porzingis or like Derek Rose, for example, walk, there's a, a lot more like sideways movement. A and it's not as like slender. And when Bull Bull's running, it's it seems to me that um it's kind of safe. I don't want to say it's safe because like the odds a guy like that tears an Achilles is like one in five, like one in five or something. Dr. Andy over here. Well, your sister's um, in med school in her first year, so Yeah. But he's six or seven six. And he's seven six. Yeah, he's huge. I'm almost sure that's how tall he is. Seven six. Yeah, vamp for a sec. I'm gonna look it up. All right, uh, I want to talk to you about our sponsor. Seven okay. seven two. Seven, seven two. two. I was like seven six. I'm a complete six. liar. Seven. Who's seven six? That's Boba. Manute Bowl. I don't know. Like. Yeah. Taco. Taco. Taco is like the tall tall. Seven, yeah. I was gonna seven six. <laughs> Anyways, so. Yeah, so we'll see. I think his legs are going to snap just one day. He'll be like on an all-star team and they'll just snap. Um, well, do you have any other bubble things? Um I'm going to I'm going to save like it for our gossip for our later on gossip. I don't know if I have any. I think uh <laughs> there being a full DJ, like a full DJ party and Dwight Howard being oh, the gosh. only one to show up was pretty funny. So Watching this JaVale vlog, I've noticed, like, I understand why people hate Dwight Howard. He just like, seems so, so annoying. annoying. Yeah. Like, screaming and just, like, all this anti-vax stuff now as well. And he's just, like, always around. It's super weird. Um, I believe in them. Uh, let's move into the play-in game stuff. Okay. So, I, I do believe we're going to get a play-in in the West. So you need to be within four games to um, trigger a play-in. When you're within four games, you then have to beat the eight seed, which is likely to be Memphis, two games in a row. Um, so there's a couple teams in the running. Obviously, the Pelicans and the Trailblazers are the closest. Trailblazers are the ninth seed. Pelicans are the tenth. Jack, are there any other teams that we should talk about, or are we just going with those two? Because I think it's it's far-fetched for anyone else. Yeah, I definitely see those being the the biggest threat. You might even want to sprinkle a little bit on the Wizards against the Nets. Yeah. Both very bad teams. I, I don't feel like the the Wizards are good. I just feel like the Nets are bad. They win. 
Yeah. And if they, they catch a team who doesn't care, there's a lot of teams right now that have just locked up their seeds and just roll their benches. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. But moving back to the West, um, just off the Raps game, that um, that Blazers team is deep. They look they look good. Yeah. They got everybody. They got Simons. They got Nurkic. They obviously got Damon CJ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mello. Zach Collins is back as well. Zach Collins is back. Exactly. Mello is back in like a different way than we've seen in his post prime. Yeah. He just kind of looks skinnier and kind of more, uh, a little bit more dynamic out there. So yeah, their team you would not want to run into, especially because they are hungry. And that's the same thing. And with them, actually, if they did, if they play a couple click, play a couple of those higher seed teams, like the Clippers or Lakers, it might yeah. seem like they have a bad, uh, a bad schedule now, but if you really think about it, playing a team like the Lakers who are super top heavy and who are trying to rest because they've already locked up their seed is might be the best thing you can do. It'd be better than playing one of those better than playing one of those bottom teams because they've, they've got something to play for. Yeah. Like a, the bucks, for example. Yeah. I think they probably play Giannis until they're like, all right, you're good to get like your playoff ready. And then he maybe sits two, yeah. three games and you see like, the third unit, which honestly I think is pretty good on Milwaukee, like looking at their bench. Um, if you have like Dante playing 40, 40 minutes um, with like Chris Middleton, that's still a quality team. Yeah. But I mean, I think you're right. Anything can happen. Even if like you run into a situation on the last day where like there's a two game gap between like the Nuggets and uh, whatever the fourth place team at the time would be. I think it's most likely to be um not the rockets um but whoever whoever's there I, I guess the jazz you can just have a situation where um you just beat them um which will be interesting to to see um as far as the pelicans though so they're getting zion back they should have zion for the last play in game i believe i haven't been impressed wait for the last what i've seen game? Uh, sorry for the last like whatever they're calling scrimmage scrimmage yeah um i haven't been impressed with what i've seen from the pelicans at all um i mean lonzo had like three points on like one for eight shooting um i don't know if zion actually makes that much of a difference like he's amazing but um they might just be checked out so it'll be interesting to see what happens there they have to play the clippers to or sorry the jazz to start um, and they have a pretty easy schedule after that, I believe. So what do you think about the Pelicans? Share your concern, and then I haven't seen anything too special out of them. I think they are a legitimate threat, though, especially if Zion's back and ready to play. Um, and they do have the easiest schedule, but now that we're thinking about it, that might actually not be a good thing if those uh, those teams with the worst records are more hungry and those teams with the higher seeds are just rolling their benches. So... I mean, I really don't know. I would think that if it came down to a planned situation, I mean, what they really have to do is just beat the Grizzlies in those games that they play them. That's going to be huge. And if they can do that and get into a playing game, I would take them over the Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a crucial swing game, August 3rd. So that's coming up like very soon. That's the third game they're going to play, Grizzlies-Pelicans. So that can swing everything. Um, that's going to be a two-game swing. Uh, but other than the so they start Jazz Clippers, and then they have the Kings twice, and the Spurs and Magic. 
as well as the wizards. So I think you might be right on that, honestly. Like playing the magic for your final seeding game can be super dangerous, I think. Yeah. Like if the magic are stuck between playing Toronto, like a 7-8, like you're either playing Milwaukee or Toronto, like every team in the league is going to pick Toronto. Like Toronto is an amazing team, but you're not going to want to go with that up against Giannis in the first yeah. round so that might be harder than you think it is yeah um so yeah I I think I would pick the Blazers to be the ones who force it and I think they will force it but do you think either of these teams actually get in because I think that's a lot harder just with the yeah. the fact you have to win two in a row I mean I think it's it's just a lot to say that they will force it and then they will mm-hmm. win I guess if they force it, I think either team will beat the Grizzlies. But I think we're also just underrating the Grizzlies. The thing is, though, John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. have never played like a meaningful game. Yeah. Dame and CJ have played tons of meaningful games. Um, There's like sprinklings of uh, experience on the Pelicans. So if it came down to it, I would probably take the Blazers and I actually do think the Blazers will get in. I don't care to see the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Yeah, I I think Portland fans are going to be super annoying if they get the 8th seed though. Like insanely like, "Oh, we got in." Like you guys, whatever, like we're going to the Eastern Conference and then I mean, it is an interesting like little nugget, but then you have to think like, "Okay, we got in." LeBron and Anthony Davis first round. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's done. Like, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. But for Dame and CJ to have another first round exit, so they go first round exit, uh, Western Conference Finals first round exit is just super weird. So yeah, I, th- I still think they should make some changes. I don't know what those are, but, I mean, that can be something we see in the future. All right. Um that was that uh should we do the skinny fat thick stuff let's go all right so this is a segment a one-time segment well uh limited run yeah i mean we could bring it back uh there's always time to eat that is something it's always time in quarantine (laughs) um so over quarantine obviously a lot of players we saw surge doing a lot of workouts um we saw i mean matisse seibel was doing some weird stuff with like shooting pieces of paper and there were a lot of people who didn't do a whole lot so we're going to be talking about maybe the changing bodies of our nba our favorite nba athletes if i can say it as grossly as that um so let's start with skinny marcus all i think that's a good place to start so should we go we skinny, skinny thick fat yeah Okay. I think fat's a good one to end on. Yeah. I have no idea what your last point is, so I'm very excited <laughs> to see what that is. Um, so Marcus all looks like he lost. I don't. I don't know weights. Twenty pounds. He looks great. 20, 20, 20, 20 to thirty. Yeah, um, which is great to see. And I mean, he looked fine on the court yesterday. Um, what do you think? Like, some people are saying it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Um, what do you think about skinny Mark? Mm. I mean, I don't think it would be bad, although I don't think, I guess the only benefit for him him being thinner is that um, 
he's just a little bit more mobile. Maybe he can penetrate from the top of the key or from the three-point line. But, I mean, the main benefit he brought on the court last year was setting sturdy picks. And when Giannis or Embiid was channeled into him, he'd be able to hold his ground. So, um, yeah, if, if he loses kind of a little bit of a, his foundation and he can get pushed mm-hmm. around a little bit, that worries me. But we're dealing with a, a defensive player of the year here. Um, well, I, who once was, but still an incredibly good defender and extremely sound. So I think if, if he's able to get up and down the court, he'll be able to battle a little bit more on defense. So it's hard to say, probably a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that translates over to the next person we're going to talk about. Yeah. So we saw Marcus all, you know, he played a half of the Raptors game. Nothing substantial, really. He hit a couple threes. He looked fine. He looked like Mark. Yeah. Um, which is great. Like, you love to see that. So I don't see it as a problem. And I'm sure he's not dialed in yet. So we'll see how that goes. I, I think it's also important just to say, like, we should have probably said this off the bat. Or we've talked about it a little bit. But if you see the Raptors, like, resting players throughout these eight seeding games, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, I wouldn't um, be either like we talked about them locking it up. So if, if you don't see that much Mark, I think he's someone who will need run. But if, if you're not seeing a lot of Kyle and with Fred Van Vliet with that knee bump, which seems fine, he was on the bench. If you don't see them, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Uh, what about Jokic? Jokic looks skinny as well. Um, from what I've seen in the actual arena, it, it wasn't as like jarring as like the first picture. Yeah. It looks like, He's more back to normal. Yeah. Um, do you, what do you think about this as far as his point guard ability? <laughs> so there's two points to this. So the first one is that it looks like his touches off. He had how many turnovers did you say he had? Eight? Eight. Yeah. Eight turnovers. So that's concerning. But you don't think that had anything to do with his. He lost a couple pounds. That doesn't really make any sense, mm-hmm. especially because it was mostly passes. I think that's all just touch being out of the game for a little bit he would have had that regardless but his the biggest knock on him especially earlier in the season and later into the playoffs he didn't have a motor he just looked gassed and he did play well when he was gassed especially in that yeah it was at triple overtime against the blazers last year he he looked like he's like wheezing oh yeah (laughs) yeah. he looked like the uh the penguin from uh, toy story who (laughs) yeah I think I think a lot of people were shocked by this because we all expected him to do what he does every offseason, right? Like yeah. turn into the big honey. Oh. Like he is just huge. Yeah. Like he's like a bottle of like a honey bear. Yeah. Like the bears of honey. Um I forget who it was, but someone called him the big honey because he looked like the bear of honey, which is <laughs> so disrespectful. Like to have a teammate. I thought call it cuz he was like smooth, you know, like I mean, he is, but he also looks like the bear. I don't know. Like this Sweet is all, Lou, this is all kind of. Yeah, exactly. Sweet Honey Lou. Um, I mean, he's sweet, and he looks like the bear as well. So He's like smooth Could like honey. I didn't think it was because he looked like the bear. <laughs> was it Will Barton, maybe? <laughs> that sounds right. Like, it was a, it was a, uh, not a starter. It was someone new to the team who came in. But I think a lot of people are disappointed we didn't get, like, a wheezing Jokic coming into the bubble. Yeah. But I think it's really good for them. They still need Jamal Murray back, uh, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm sure they'll get that back. And I mean, Nuggets look good, but we all know who the real contenders are. Um, 
You also you put Mellow here. I didn't notice anything. Oh, he looks thin, man. Yeah, he looks thin. There's a video of him like clapping his hands on defense that was like going around. They're like skinny mellow eyeball emoji, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like you know like the the hoodie mellow thing and the oh yeah, yeah. all like Olympic, Olympic mellow all that stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, he, he looked, looked good last night. He yeah, he looks good, and I think that's another big thing with mellow is that motor and that ability. Like if you can get mellow, that's how he's gonna get into an offense on like a starting unit is just like running mm-hmm. around screens being more mobile um so yeah i, I like it for mel a lot especially because he's yeah. going to be they need someone to guard threes competently on the blazers pretty desperately especially if they're going to play the lakers in the first round they need someone who can mm-hmm. match up against lebron or switch on to lebron yeah especially like with danny green in the corner like that is a historically bad backcourt for defense so yeah. Um, we'll see what happens there. I think Melo adds a lot to that, and also Nurkic is fast; like he can help pretty quickly. Yeah. We saw that last night. Nurkic with the weird like dust up with Abaka. It's kind of sad we didn't see fists because that seems like something like Kyle would love. Kyle Lowry just like getting into a fight <laughs> in the scrimmage game. Um, it's very like Toronto Raptors culture. I feel Serge like Serge would throw but, one uh... of his punches that <laughs> never lands, but if it does, he will kill a human. <laughs> yeah. There's just so much power behind it. Like, there's no control. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so we'll look out for those again. Um, more skinny people. But we got some thick as well here. So this category is more about muscle, right? This one's if you bulked up. Mm-hmm. So we, I mean, the first one we have is Chris Boucher. And I think first thing we can say is he's probably... This is probably a Bruno Caboclo situation where he's like 15 pounds away from being 15 pounds away. Yeah. Now he's only 15 pounds away. Yeah. So he added 15, but he's still, still quite skinny. Like you can still tell. Like he he gets thrown around. Um, but everyone was like, I, I love the hype on this one. It was yeah. so weird. Like everyone's like, oh, he's starting. Like we have the best best center. And it's like, do you see who's in front of him? I think people also um, assume he's like 23. Mm-hmm. He's 27. So... Yeah, he played a year of JUCO, four years at Oregon. Um, and that was after, I think, only going to play JUCO as a 20-year-old or something. Like, he didn't go straight into junior college. Um, there's a there's a really good story about that entire process. Um, but yeah, he he's not, like, new at all. Sejep um, has swallowed a, up a lot of great basketball players. They just... Yeah. <laughs> they take grade 12 off true. and they smoke a lot of cigs and... It's a big problem. <laughs> I love how they just do that in Quebec. Do you ever think about that? They're just like, no, we're gonna we're gonna have this different system. You've learned enough. No one else in North America uses. Like you leave the yeah. classroom, they say you must now shave to have a mustache, and here is your small beanie that you will roll up several times. <laughs> yeah, be gone with you, and never, never come back here. Never, never come return. back to class. Never return. just roam the streets. Yeah, the world is your classroom now children i've taught you all everything uh, i can <laughs> you have matt thomas here as well i mean i don't i still don't think we're gonna see a lot of him he's like a cult figure right now with the raptors um but he looked great i think like, he's actually, more useful than Chris very impressive. yeah like he was hitting shots um his movement off the ball is surprisingly good as well yeah like that was that's always really surprised me uh, the first couple times he got in, he was just kind of sitting in the corner. But last night, he, you saw him sort of going 
over screens, like trying to get away from defenders and it was working. Um, mind you, he was like, this was in garbage time and he's not going up against a great defender. Um, but that was really interesting to see. Uh, and then I also threw Zion in here because like Zion is massive and he always has been. And then he posted a picture where he's like flexing and everyone's like, he is so much larger than he's ever been. And it's like, I truly don't believe that. I think he's always been that size. And I just thought like the weird hype around Zion, obviously like I was, I'm so in on the hype, but like to say he like worked out a lot, I think is kind of ridiculous. I think he's always been working out that much and maybe he's been in the gym more now, but uh, we'll see him come back. Okay. Our fat category. This one actually surprised me a lot because I expected our skinny category to fall in here. And then we had this amazing turnaround. Um, I think CJ McCollum's a good one to start with. Legitimately I, like, gains several pounds. Yeah. Like he, he looks large. It's a wine, man. It's a wine. He started a winery. He's just living there. I think. Well, that's not acceptable when you're an NBA player. And look, you can <laughs> no. live your life, but um, he looks thick. And it, it did not help that he, he dunked that dunk super hard. <laughs> so he just went up, got maybe a couple feet off the ground and just jammed it on the side of the rim. And then someone was like making fun of him. I think it was Jamal Murray was in his room, just like, CJ, come on, man. Like, on his Instagram story. Like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> like, that's something that, like, your buddy from high school would post who, like, only watches Raptors games. Was um, was CJ McCollum the one that said, or was this, I forget it was him or Bradley Beal. I actually get, always get them mixed up, but um, he ate a bunch of food because his wife was pregnant. That was Bradley Beal. Okay, yeah. Yeah um they were eating like ice cream every night mm. and i think beal might be in that category as well i i actually really want to see uh just like dejected bradley beal in the bubble playing <laughs> like if just Beale, like, if beal and bertons played i think the wizards would get in like over the nets or over the magic i guess it doesn't matter over i think the they nets, would too i think oh but the magic so right is... now I think they need to win three more games to force the play-in, mm. which seems unlikely. But I could also see the Nets going 0-8. <laughs> um, so, like, that team is awful. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they're going to try real hard. So, I mean, we'll get some Michael Beasley run. Uh, oh, hell yeah. You're, you're a big Michael Beasley guy, I believe. Um, I have a, I have a lot of stuff. The high school mixtape. Yeah. He had one of the best high school mixtapes of all time. Or something like that. Um, Tobias Harris is one I noticed as well. You had that one written down. It might just be. Um, it might. Okay, some of these guys. He got a haircut. He got a haircut, and he looks so much better. Okay, yeah, because he had a big bushy beard, and some yeah. of these guys are just really tan. So I don't know if like you can't see like the contours of the muscles as well, but something's going on with that. And Do you see Aaron Gordon. See very he tan. Was tan. Yeah, he looks like a guy that crisps 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 up. Um, so, yeah, Toby not as bad as CJ. CJ just kind of looked a little, little chubbier in the face. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like we're running long here, so why don't we get to this Kawhi thing? So, so Jack, about halfway through the podcast, just for a little behind the scenes here, we do we have like this all offense file that we like put ideas in. So, like if we have a guest, we we kind of use it as a chat, and like halfway through the podcast. Jack just typed Kawhi's fish 
and I would like to know why because that doesn't make any sense to me. So before we got on, I saw a video where it's like, it was, you know, it's like eight days till the NBA season and they just pick a player and show their highlights. It was out with Kawhi, mm-hmm. but the first video is him on a boat with a fish. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a fish. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, this one's chubby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just holding up. He's like, this one's chubby. All right, you got the picture? I think Kawhi's hilarious. He's so funny. <laughs> My favorite thing ever is when he's doing the dance at All Star Weekend. He's like, "Did the, <laughs> did the- oh yeah, <laughs> did the dance?" That was so he's funny. Like, you guys are so stupid. Like literally, this is all I have to do, and you go wild, yeah. absolutely wild. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I think there's a couple teams we missed. Obviously, August first, we have a tip off day. Similar to with baseball, there's only going to be two games, and then. August 2nd is when we get into sort of that larger schedule where we're seeing games just all day. So that's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to cover all of it end to end. Unless the Raptors go out in the first round when this podcast is canceled. And I'm never doing this again. Um, but uh, we'll maybe do a little bit more preview stuff. But other than that, going to get right into the game, see how everything goes. And we will see you there. As always, remember Instagram, we're going to be posting highlights on there. So if you're not into watching the whole podcast highlights of us. on YouTube, the the highlights will be on there. So you can watch the video there and then listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so that was that. Uh, we'll be back sometime next week, I'm sure. Uh, and we'll get into the NBA season. So... Thanks for joining us, guys, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.